This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burroughs Memorial Day Sale at burrowcom slash ACAST. That's burrowcom slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Say goodbye to diluted creams and serums that are often made up of 70% water and 15% preservatives, leaving minimal space for the ingredients your skin craves. The scientists behind fiber skincare have spent 15 years perfecting nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. And just one year ago, they patented a way of wrapping these nanofibers around oil or liquid-based ingredients. The result was a formula that delivers five times more active ingredients compared to creams or serums with no need for fillers like water preservatives or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is a plant-based anti-wrinkle set of patches that you use over seven days, applying them just like your favorite serums. Your skin will feel tighter in 10 seconds and over seven days, the program is clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by 19.4%. In fact, they have a tighter skin guarantee where if your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they will give you your money back. No questions asked. Go to fiberskincare.com and use code unfiltered for 15% off. At some point, you got to do what's right for you and you just kind of move on. You don't need to consistently show up, but you can't consistently let them down because in reality, as a mother, as a working woman and all of that, you cannot show up all the time. And and mm-hmm. some, sometimes regularly you don't. Drop it like a hat. Drop it like a hat. Drop it like a hat. Natalie, what do I do? <laughs> I hope it's giddy giddy. Well, 
it is a Thursday podcast, mm-hmm. and this is when we have guests, and um, they have no idea what I want to talk about today. I don't even think Natalie has an idea what I want to talk about, but they are two women um, in two different locations constantly with two separate lives, and then a podcast together. So um, please welcome, would you, would you guys rather be Women on Top official podcast? Where What do we like Women to do? Women on Top. Okay, I like podcast. And then... Oh, I am Taman Sursak, and she is Roxy Manning. I like how you guys introduce yourselves. <laughs> okay, so you guys, I'm, um, I, I really, I really do huh, want to have this conversation. I was like, I don't know if I can go here, but I'm going to go here because First, I just want to know how. It, seeing that you guys are in different cities, how many um, days a week or how many hours do you guys get together like this to podcast? Oh, it kind of, I guess it kind of varies. Like some weeks we're like, Dude, like this week we're them. shooting about six hours, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A lot and of then sometimes we'll miss weeks um, mm-hmm. because we'll be working um, and it just won't work out, but we're not like you guys who live, raise your children together. <laughs> no. <laughs> all hours of the, I see it and I'm like, oh my goodness, that's amazing to like have yeah. someone. Cause I don't love being alone and my husband works a lot. So like, it would just be cool to just, have my BFF in my, my room all the time. It is right? really, really cool. Sister wives, right? Sister wives. Yeah, because you, so you two, would you consider this a business? Like, is the podcast a business or is it something you do for fun? It never, st- it didn't start out as a business. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. You know, and to me, I like to financially support my family. And I never even thought about that with the podcast because, you know, I have different revenues of income. So I was just like, this will just be something for fun. Um, so it, I would say it wasn't a business and now it's starting to become more of one, but not really because we wanted it to, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Well, you yeah. need to elaborate. You need uh, guys, you need to elaborate <laughs> on this. Well, if you, feel, if you, you feel the exact same way. So I feel the same way. You know what I think it was too for us at the beginning, especially when we were first starting out, it wasn't like we went in with like a business plan or anything like that. Like we're going to make it like this and that we really did go into it having fun, you know, like, and really talking and just being ourselves and like, you know, not leaving anything off the table, like how we are, like how we all chat with each other. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think, and we didn't also didn't focus on like numbers and everything like that. So that was hard not to do. Right. That exactly, which is exactly, it is hard not to do, but I think we've always kept like the big picture, like we're going to have fun doing this. We're going to like, you know, bring our audience and make them feel a part of a community, you know, and that we're here for them. And I think that those were like, kind of the guiding principles for us, you know, and also make them feel comfortable. Like they're not going through things alone. You know, we're going through the same things and we're bringing guests on who are also going through those things, you know, and it's it's, the reason I wanted to, I wanted to go down this path with you guys, because mm -hmm. I think that you have to make a commitment. You live in different locations. You have two, like I said, two separate lives. And Mm -hmm. like, if, if, two men were to get together the same way as you were to do a podcast, it would probably most likely be for financial reasons. There was a financial something there. And I think as women, we so often are afraid to say we do this for money or we do this to make an income, right? Like so many women are. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm not, I love to make, I've been making money since I was 16 years old. I was a child actor and I love, I love what money um, provides, which for me is freedom. 
Mm-hmm. And I've always been a businesswoman and I've always in my household made money. And I, I don't like it when I see women who feel ashamed to say that they like to make money because money is like this negative connotation that it means mm-hmm. like, well, I like to make money. So I'm going to mm-hmm. screw all these people. Up and I want to buy a private jet. That's never what it's been for me. Money gives me freedom, gives me freedom to do the jobs I love to do gives me freedom to spend more time with my kids, gives me freedom in, in the U S not like Canada to have good healthcare. Mm. So my kids can go to doctors, gives me the freedom to choose schools that are good schools for my children. So I've always had a goal of money. The podcast just wasn't it for me because I was making money doing other things. So it was kind of, it was part of the whole brand, but Mm -hmm. it wasn't just specifically for financial gain. How long has this podcast been going? Two years. No, more than that, girl. (laughs) Sorry, I had a baby. Oh my gosh, she's almost four. It's been seven. Exactly, we were two. (laughs) It's Um, felt like two years. (laughs) Um, You were pregnant. Don't you remember when we were first starting to record? Yeah, she's almost four. Yeah, so it was. It's almost like four years. But you you have to be making money for your. Or are you doing this for fun? Yeah, you. We make money and we do it for fun. Yeah, we do. It's like both. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, it's kind of both, you know, because we still have fun, but it has turned into a business, you know? And it's like Cameron is saying, like under both of our umbrellas, right? We have, the podcast is part of what we do. So like for both of us. So it's like, you know, it kind of contributes to that whole um, overall Mm -hmm. umbrella. But I just, I also wanted to say, just going back to your previous point about women talking about finances and like not being um, ashamed of wanting to make money. You know, we've had a lot of the experts come on our podcast on women on top, talking about that very thing, because so many women are, you know, ashamed and afraid and don't want to say, yeah, I'm ambitious. Like, I'm driven. I want to fucking go. Sorry. Can I? I, I yeah. <laughs> I want to fucking go out there and make my own money, whether they're in a partnership with like a, you know, another person or single or whatever. And it's like, we need to make, I, I mean, part of our, you know, mission when we have people like that on is we need to make women, especially feel comfortable about talking about wanting, you know, wanting to do better and wanting to be ambitious and all those things, you know? And I think at the same time, it's, it's important. I feel like, um, women talking to other women about, um, making money, how they make money and sometimes sharing like actually how much money can be made. Like I remember I, 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 maybe it was like a really long time ago and I was so curious what a blogger makes, like how much Mm -hmm. per blog would they, cause we, would have no idea. And if you Google it, it's all over the place. And we were like, wouldn't it be great if we could bring women together? I mean, and this is some of the things that we, we used to do back then, but like, and actually be able to ask women, how much do you charge for that? Mm-hmm. How much do you make that? And Kat and I, you know, so much of where we grew was from, we actually would make meetings with successful women who were okay talking about money mm-hmm. to understand what our potential was. Um, and it was mostly is mostly those women who were like mentored us throughout and actually were open to share like how much, how much things you can charge for things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we, you know, um, we were just talking to another entrepreneur and she was saying that she ended up finding out that, um, you know, uh, let's say uh, the black influencers that she knew were making a lot less than the white influencers that she knew. And she was like, we need to fix this, but how would a black influencer know what know that these white people are charging this much if we don't share the information? Right. I was just shocked at, you know, 
when I first started social media, it was just to share my life. And now Mm -hmm. it makes, I mean, I make more money in one post than I would in an entire film sometimes. And right, wait, wait, right. I like, wait, what? Wait, wait. I, I said sometimes. Break. I have to take a quick break and then we're going to come right back. We'll right back. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Um, I have to, because I think that, like, number one, you guys obviously have to commit to something together because this is feeding a brand, right? So you have your own individual brands. And I think a lot of people and friends are like, oh, I want to start something. And then we can make, because in, influencing is now a job. Like mm-hmm. it's actually, oh, it's, you can go I and spend learn. nine to five on it every day. Yeah. And, and, and I think the stat was like 80% of young people want to become influencers as a full-time mm-hmm. job. Like that's how high in demand this job is. What, um, how much, the podcast for you guys, because I think a lot of people see it as something that's like, this job is easy, you know, easy, like quote unquote easy. Mm-hmm. Um, how long does it take, would you say, for people to make money in in the podcasting? I know our answer, but I was just curious for you guys, because you guys are in America, we're in Canada. But what would well, you say? Or like, do you know, or do you just know yours? I mean, I think, for example, like going into <clears throat> it, when we first started the podcast, I know for me, I didn't realize how much work is involved in doing a podcast. That's like Mm -hmm. the first thing. So you really have to be committed to it and passionate about it. It's not an easy ride. You know, there's a lot of things that go into it. And luckily, as we've grown, we've been able to have people come on and, you know, help us out on the team and stuff like that. So that definitely helps. But um, I think as far as like making money, I think for us, because we both had social media followings to begin with, right? that sort of tied in and helped us, you know, generate revenue. And, you know, a lot of times, like we share things on our social media about the right. podcast and like vice versa. So I think that that, that helped, but I know it's interesting. I think if you don't have a media, I mean, a social media following or, you know, something like that to begin with, it's probably a lot harder to get the audience mm-hmm. going and like mm-hmm. to get people, you know, invested in listening to you. Mm-hmm. I also think that we, we signed, so we took our show off a of network because, you know, we wanted to grow this podcast the way we want to grow it. And now we're in talks with like a really massive 
production company to take over network. Um, Yay. Happen might not. They'll probably take all our money, but I think it's good. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just good to build, like, you know, I think it all kind of feeds into the whole narrative. Mm-hmm. Um, but when we first saw, when we first had our podcast, we automatically were signed to a network and we we're automatically making deal ads from day one, like four to six ads per episode and you get a specific amount uh, of money per ad like could someone live off that for a year how about we do it like that um when we first started depends on your your I mean I've got two kids so I probably couldn't but um (laughs) but um if you're single then sure Mm -hmm. absolutely you could but But again it was already built into that Mm -hmm. so so for example like fab fit fun would say here's $20,000, split that between how many of your podcasts. And so because of that, sometimes it does behoove the person to be with an agency or a network that does have the ability to like, they get one deal and they split it and you, you kind of reap the rewards of that. That happens a lot with my management for my, um, for my Instagram. Like they'll say, we're doing blippy. Here's the amount of money. Five people go choose them and I'll be one of the five. So like, it's not like they went out to me, they went out to my agency per se. Um, and that's what happens in the podcasting world as well. But then we took ourselves out of that network. And then we saw that we weren't making much money because we were having to do it all ourselves. And who has the time for that? But we were growing our audience. And that's what's really important to us. And I'm really about a long term goal. I think that it's funny to go, well, you've got four years in this podcast space, you must be making money. Well, my husband wrote a screenplay 12 years ago. He's, he's done movies since then that they're now just got the budget for $15 million that took 12 years to do. So I think time is all relative. It's like, you know, yeah. the money he make from that movie split it up over the last years. It would have been yeah. good money, but he didn't make that money for a specific amount of time. He's not going to get in a chunk. So yeah. I really believe in long-term goals. I'm, I'm a, I'm a workhorse. I always have been. Um, I saw my dad start businesses over and over and over again from the ground up. Um, I've never been lucky enough to be a quick fix. I was on a TV show with Chris, Chris Hemsworth when I first started he rose to fame super quick. I've been sludging like, through the sludge, getting film after film, but fighting for every role. I fight. I'm a workhorse. I'm like, my husband says, I'm like trained, you know, train. Like they, they never were just successful off the bat. It took yeah, them yeah, yeah. a decade of like just fighting the fight. And that's just, yeah. that's just the, the cards I've been dealt and that's okay. I know how to work, but I feel the same way about podcasts. It's like, just depends on what you're looking for. I think it's very rare that people become really successful in the podcasting space yeah. in a second. And you know, you know wow. what, the, what the one thing, and I think it has been, you know, <clears throat> when people are always, uh, okay. So like ever since we started, so many women have started this businesses, whether they're friends or their moms, sisters, uh, sisters sadly, all, in-laws. Of this, all of this starting a business. And the same thing has gone for so many people starting podcasts. And I think that so often, well, what, what is, what's made you guys successful in podcasting and us, it's, it's one, it's lots of things, courses, lots of things, but one thing that has to be there is consistency. And you'll yeah. sometimes we would like, you know, we'll run into people like, Oh, and they'll think to us, Oh, you had a podcast. And it's like, Oh, we haven't done one in like a month. Or so. It's like, you can't, you can't no. do that. Mm-hmm. We've never taken a day off. I mean, a week off in four years. Exactly. It has to be, you have, people have to be able to depend on you and you have to be consistent. And that's like, that's the very base of everything. Like we build on top of that, but a lot of people just don't even have that. 
or if they're not making money right away, they're like, well, this wasn't a money maker, but you have to believe in, you know, in what yeah. you're doing. So Tamman, I'm going to ask you a question. Um, uh, we'll take another quick break. I'm right back. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Are you the business, like, it sounds like you're very business, like, who's the business savvy one of the two of you? Because we know that um, as two women who are in a business together, like you're fully in a business together, do you, do you have to talk about the roles? Did you just naturally divide the roles? Did you? Or is that just what it sounds like? Um, I think Roxy has so many attributes that I don't have. And I think that the best thing that I've discovered in the last couple years is who I am and what I'm good at and not being ashamed of what I'm not good at. I have ADHD. So I find up, I find follow through really difficult and it's just something I've always, I'm really good at at, straight out of the gate. I love a big sound, a big bang. I love to make the introduction, but then the follow-up gives me anxiety. So, and Roxy is so great at just staying on people, being consistent with that. And so we've just divided roles that have to do with our strengths. And I think like, that, that but, is- But like naturally, or you had a conversation we, about it? We, I think we naturally did because yeah. I, honestly, there would be no, I, I just spoke to Naomi Watts and I wouldn't, I'd probably be like, never have her on the show because I'll never <laughs> follow up. And Roxy's already followed up with her. So it's like, no, it just never wanna, would have happened. <laughs> I think what I'm beginning to like learn, because a lot of people can't understand how we're in business together and friends. I think it's a really hard thing for people to understand because when you get involved in a friendship and a business, it can get really like um, murky because, but what I, is, you're the same as that's what I hear. And there's no like 
you did this. So I'm not doing like, there's no, like you owe me because I, it's like the two of you pick up where the other one need, like it's back and forth. It's not division of labor. It's not like, this is my role. This is your role. Let's do it. And I think, and there's phases in life, right? Where one has, has the capability of picking up more mm-hmm. and the other one, and you guys don't hold the scorecard of, right? I'm assuming of who has done more this week or last week or that's, this month. That's not that common, I mean, we've learned We've learned that. I think in the beginning, right, Roxy? I think in the beginning, it wasn't like there was a power play or anything like that, but it was kind of like, we were getting to know each other, how we, yeah, were, we didn't, know, we didn't, you know? we, we started yeah. a podcast pretty early into our relationship and, yeah. and I do go off at times and go make movies. And that's like six weeks I'm off. Like I'm, yeah. I can't, I can't even wipe my butthole. Like I'm so yeah. busy. <laughs> it's like, I don't even respond to anything, but Roxy has been, and I haven't even ever told you this, Roxy, she's been so patient and kind about that because it does. Like I, all of a sudden was, I had a podcast with you guys and I was like, I'm in Atlanta and she was cool about it, you know? And because she's cool about it, I think if there's ever anything that she needs from me, I feel like I deserve, like she deserves for me to give her that same respect. Mm -hmm. But you know, that's rare, right? Because when it comes to money, a business, both of you with a goal to make, you know, to make a business. And then someone who is like, I got to go for six weeks, you know, like that is, that's very rare. Cause I think a lot of people, it's a mature um, yeah. ideology. And mm-hmm. I think that's, I think what I'm beginning to learn is that's why businesses work is because you have your own shit figured out without having to make sure that other person owes you something of your success. Does that make sense? It's like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to make this work. Like, let's do this together. Yeah. And I think it's also like focusing on the big picture, right? It's like, what do we both want out of this? Right. (laughs) We can sit here. It just is such a waste of time to sit and nitpick and be like, okay, this did no one's perfect. No one, you know, everybody has their own thing. So it's like, we focus on the big picture and we're like, okay, this is what we want this podcast to be. So we're going to do whatever it takes to get it there. You know? And it's like, it's, mm. it's also like also letting go of control, you know, it's like, you cannot control what other people do. You know, it's like, you can't control it. You got to be able to like, let people be who they are, you know? And it's like, you come in when you need to come in or the other person comes in when they need to come in, you know, and do what needs to be done. And it's always like a dance, right? It's always like, think not everything is going to be same, the same all the time. You know, it's like a dance. So it's like, you kind of, and I think that also comes with getting to know each other so well, you know, it's like really building the relationship and knowing that we're here for each other, like no matter what. And it's like, we're truly friends, like before anything yeah. else. Like, I love her. Like she, you know. Oh, I showed you my boobs that one time. I didn't even pull out a tampon of mine because I got stuck or something. Yeah, well, I think we have done that, haven't we? Well, I think we've pulled out, you've pulled out my tampon. But I do also think about, you know, I was sitting at the table craft service on the movie last week and we were talking about, we're talking about friendships, right? (laughs) Uh. Talking about friendships. And there were three women there and they said, you know, I don't have any friends really as I get older. And I, Mm -hmm. and I wasn't trying to better them. And I said, you know, it's funny that you said that because I actually have more friends now than I ever have. And they said, why? And I said, because I learned how to show up. Mm-hmm. I learned how to be a friend. I learned how to be a better friend. And I think there's seasons in life. And especially when I first had my babies and one's still young, she's three and a half, but I wasn't a, I wasn't yeah. a good friend and I wasn't, I wasn't capable to be one. And 
the reason why I think Roxy and I give each other leeway is because we don't consistently let each other down. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a big one. I think in friendship, you can let someone down. Yeah, You can let someone down a few times, you know, Mm -hmm. but if it's a consistent thing where you're always letting the other person down at some point, you got to do what's right for you and you just kind of move on. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's that in for a minute because I really like that. You don't need to consistently show up, but you can't consistently let them down because in reality, as a mother, as a working woman and all of that, you cannot show up all the time. And, and sometimes regularly you don't, but you can't consistently but let them down. You I love also it. can't so have the expectation that they will always show up. You know what I mean? No. Like you can't, it's like, you got, it's gotta be too, it's gotta be, yeah. it's gotta that. be two, two ways, you know, it can't just be all in all out. <gasps> you know, I really, I so appreciate this conversation because I feel like so much mm. of womanhood is like, I was talking to my daughters recently about um, this mean girl syndrome of every movie. Always the, the girls are mean. And no, we have become a society where we excuse their behavior because they're insecure, right? We're like, Oh, they're just insecure or just, jealous of you. Those are the two things that we're always saying. And I said to her, you know, that's not actually number one, right. And that some people are just assholes and that's part of life. And it's not because they're insecure. And I can say that it's probably because they don't know themselves very well. And you, Mm -hmm. there's a trigger in them, but it's not, we can't just say insecure and everything. And I think that so many people ask us about our friendship because they can't, and I'm assuming you guys too, because it's really hard to fathom that two women could get along because you two are different in that you have your own lives outside of this podcast, but that's almost harder because we don't have our own lives. Because You have to juggle a lot of different things and then come together to find the time to also be friends and then also to do work together. Right? Like it's like, you have to have lots of different things that go together. Is there any, things that you guys have done to make sure that you aren't in a place where there is anything negative or you are constantly disappointing each other because some people do text us and go, I haven't talked to my best friend. We got in a fight and I haven't talked to her in seven years, but we've been friends for 30. Like, <clears throat> what should I do? I'm like, reach out to her. But like, yeah, you don't want to yeah. give up all those years. Like what, what do you do to maintain your friendship and like business relationship? I mean, I've, I've gone through so much more trauma than this friendship could ever be that, um, I, we were talking about on our podcast with you guys that like, you know, through parenting, you said that just some things just, you just let them go and they don't matter anymore. Like I've grown so much as a human being, even in my marriage that if, if it's my own ego, like being frustrated, like I'm the first now to say, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I'm the first to say, cut your bullshit. Mm -hmm. I'm the first to say like, and we've had a few, we've probably had, I'd say four disagreements, maybe four or five within the last four years. Mm-hmm. But I, I, the difference is like on this show, we have these experts who call us out on our shit. So I know her shit. <laughs> so like, if she's pulling her shit, I'll be like, I know you don't like to show me vulnerability. Stop. I'm being honest with you right now. I didn't mm-hmm. show up because I'm really struggling with my own stuff right now. And I just missed the podcast and I apologize. And at some point, if she wants to hold on to that, this podcast doesn't mean enough to me to make me miserable. And if it's starting to make us miserable in our relationship, then it doesn't matter. I'll let it go. There's nothing in my life that matters that much. I can always make money in some other way. Except for your people. Except for your people. (laughs) 
Yeah, except for all the people listen. <laughs> that for like she could start her own, like, and I could start my own. Like I just think that we, yeah. like when I was younger, everything used to be such a big deal. Like everything. Yeah. Like what if, what if TikTok got taken away from me? And I would be like, it would suck because I have a million people over there. But then I'd start YouTube. Like you know, yeah. like at yeah. some point, I can't live and die by things I cannot control. Mm-hmm. And every time my numbers are low on social media and social media is really important for my bottom line. I just keep creating. Mm-hmm. And the same with that's like, so stressful, Tamman. That is so stressful. Oh, it's every, so I stressful. need to write a diary because my things, my, my, my videos will hit 5 million and then I'll be having like millions every three videos. And then they'll go down to like, you'll have a brand deal that will pay you a fortune. It'll go to 60,000 yeah, <laughs> expecting millions because, and then they're mad at you. <laughs> and you're like the algorithm get mad yeah. i think we all need to go take roxy's job with her let's go all on the red carpet and yeah. like have fun over there that looks like a lot of fun you know what i mean i mean you guys are welcome to come on with me anytime it's hard for her though covid yeah. was hard it was yeah hard. yeah yeah you know i struggled especially at the beginning you know when i'm just getting out there and people are getting to know me and the publicist and the managers and the agents and all the things and it it was a struggle i mean it was like a lot of no's and like a lot of rejection and really just having to be like, fuck it. And that's when you have to take your ego out again, too. It's like, I can't take this personally. Like they don't know me like, you know, this and that, and really still getting out there. And it's, it's not as glamorous as it seems. I mean, it looks really pretty on the TV, but it's like, you know, a lot of times you're standing out there waiting for people for hours in your fucking yeah. pools and it's raining and yeah. what's no, going on? Not, you know? Never going to do that. Yeah. Nothing's <laughs> what it seems, you guys. We so yeah. appreciate you guys being on here and like the honest conversation because I think the more conversations we have about, you know, being women and money and relationships and how we work through things, I think it helps a lot of people, especially moms at home who are contemplating, they want to do something, they don't know what to do. Um, I think every time women are able to show up with an authentic friendship that is actually real and is full of respect and admiration for each other and we want to see more and more of this and we want our daughters to see that this is possible too where can everybody find you and um give us the lowdown so we can take we just did a podcast with them that you can go listen to but where can everyone find you we, I'm like, where can they? So my Instagram and TikTok is Tamman Sursock. And um, our uh, podcast is Women on Top, anywhere you find podcasts. Women on Top official on Instagram. And, and Women on Top podcast on Facebook. And um, we are, my personal Instagram handle is Red Carpet Roxy with a Y. And it's that on all the platforms except TikTok, where I decided you need to, to get on there. Different. No, TikTok's the new way. I yes. honestly feel like Instagram has a small. What's your TikTok name, Roxy? My TikTok name is Roxy Manning. Uh, again, Roxy with a Y. Roxy Manning uh, zero one. Okay, that's not bad. Okay, yeah. it's not bad. She's like, I get it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not six four seven T Y Z. Yeah, X X W Z. You guys, thank you so much. Yeah. We really so appreciate it. Now we go get ready to go get children. Oh my god, are you really? Because it's now what time is it? Tutor. Well, it's almost two o'clock, but we I pick one up at two fifteen and go oh, tutor and do the, the last thing, thing I'm going to leave with you guys, which gets me by, is that I just think about life is so finite and we have one less day. And I know that can be like a macabre thought, but like, we'll never get today back. So it's like the idea of like trying something new and failing. It's like, who cares? What else the fuck are you going to do? Like, it's yeah. just, we don't have we'll all this off. time. 
Like if you want to start TikTok, start TikTok, a clothing line, start a clothing line. Yes. Like, I love least, that. Just do just, it. Just do it. Mm-hmm. The, the hardest part is picking up the first phone call and actually making that decision. Yes. Um, and then it's just, it's never as hard as you think it's going to be. But, but don't mortgage your house. Yes. And all else <laughs> you're like, but don't. I mean, like sometimes this, you got to throw it all in. I've done no, this crazy. Kevin, I've no, lived in like on the road for a year. I, I, I think done. of all the moms who are like, I'm going to, hey, I'm going to mortgage my house. I'm going to start a clothing line. Who did and yeah. changed their world. I mean, I gave up, I sold everything once in my life, everything I had and just all in baby. I'm not saying Fair. everyone should do that, but I'm saying sometimes do you would, if it's right for you, if all else falls, grab your glass of tequila, sit down with your journal get the first like thoughts out like do it everyone will be homeless <laughs> oh my god you guys are the best thank you yeah. so much I love you guys bye thank you